everyone. Welcome back to The Roar. Today we're going to start off our podcast in a good way with a land acknowledgement from Luke. Located in the Robinson-Huron Treaty Territory, we are grateful to Mother Earth for providing us the land, water, air, and food needed to sustain all life. And we acknowledge Indigenous peoples as the original stewards of this land who lived in harmony and respect with all of creation. As we are all relations, it is important to recognize this interconnected relationship with one another and our obligation to respect the land that we has nourished, healed, protected, and embraced us. We honor Obajuan, Batchewana First Na- Nation, and Kitty Gonsby, Garden River First Nation, as the original caretakers of the land that Sioux College is situated on, and acknowledge the contributions of historical Métis nations of Sault Ste. Marie stewardship of this territory. Miigwech. Miigwech. Ani, my name is Heather Vimero. I'm the manager of student success and with me today is Shay Verdeckia, student success coach. Luke O'Brien, manager of student support services. Catherine Fillion, SESU president. And Kristen Auer, the equity, diversity and inclusion educator. Amazing. So I, for those who are not familiar with the indigenous language, although there's lots of different dialects, uh, that uh, the different communities uh, use. Ani is a way of saying hello and we're so grateful that everyone here is joining us today. Um, so I'm grateful that we can sit and talk about truth, truth and reconciliation because uh, as we recognize it's a responsibility of us all uh, to learn better, to do better, uh, to learn about the, the history of the Indigenous people here in Canada um, and to know um, that Canada's history and that uh, we all have a responsibility um, to have an appreciation for where Canada first began with our First Nation people. So I just wanted to um, I just wanted to take it back to uh, first off, we've been doing a Truth and Reconciliation Week here at Sioux College for the week of um, for the week of September 25th to the 29th. Uh, we have been um, hosting a Truth and Reconciliation Information Table. And um, there's been so many questions students have had, and I thought it'd be a really great opportunity for us all to talk about it. And the first one is, why do we do a land acknowledgement? And the importance of why we're saying this land acknowledgement. So did anybody want to weigh in on or contribute to, to help others who are listening today as to why we do the land acknowledgement? Okay. Thank you for the question, Heather. Um, good question. I get asked this a lot. Um, during my teachings that I was given with my studies here at Sioux College through the SSWIS program, so the Social Service Worker Indigenous Specialization Program, we learned the significance of the land acknowledgement in that it acknowledges the land that Sioux College is situated on, in our case. We're acknowledging the historical implications of this land, of colonization, of where we're at right now as a society, indigenous and non-indigenous, because of the historical implications that have taken place, or historical events that have taken place. It is always important for a non-indigenous person to do a land acknowledgement, because the way I look at it, why would an indigenous person acknowledge the land that's historically been theirs forever? Um, So as a settler, and as, um, as a settler, it's important for us to acknowledge the land and the historical implications that come along with that land. We all learned about colonization. Um, that's part of the T, the truth. Reconciliation is making things better. And then you can take it one step further with humility. Um, being a non-Indigenous person, humility is standing back, 
and letting indigenous voices lead the way, but not looking to indigenous voices to support themselves. So land acknowledgement is an act of support, an act of solidarity, and an act, act of recognition for what has happened and where I would like to carry our work moving forward. So that's what the land acknowledgement means to me as a side. That being said, thank you very much, Luke O'Brien, for giving us the land acknowledgement today as a settler on these lands. Um, I think it's important that our listeners, one by one, take upon this work um, to themselves for themselves. If you're settlers, if you're going to have a meeting, if you're convening on these lands in any way, shape, or form, start yourselves off in a good way and start with a land acknowledgement. It just sets the tone for the work that we're doing, especially this week here at Sioux College. I think it's like it's a good reminder too to you know remind yourself of the history of the land that we're actually settled on here in Canada because in your day-to-day -day life you don't really think about it a lot so when you do get the chance to do one um, it brings some mindfulness to the culture of the indigenous peoples here on Canada um, so that you don't act in ignorance in your day-to-day -day life you know and I think as we continue to move forward in learning um, you know, when you think about what's a treaty, so many people are like, I think they were these contracts or something that happened a long time ago, but I don't really know a lot about it. But isn't there a responsibility for all of us to start learning more about it and learning about what the Robson Huron Treaty is, right? So um, there's so many different ways that we can learn and uh, there's been so many resources that we've shared throughout the week. Uh, the, the library has loads of information. And one that I thought was really important that I wanted to share was through the University of Alberta. There is um, an Indigenous Canada course that anybody can take for free. And I actually took it back in 2021. And it is extremely thoughtful, very informative. You can do it at your own pace. So, you know, if, if at nighttime, once your kids are in bed or once you've, you know, instead of watching that, uh, Netflix series and binging through it uh, it's a great thing to to take time to to watch and learn and there's questions that you ask in the tests but um, I, I really it really opened my eyes to not only you know learning a little bit more about the history they had um, opportunities to learn about the art and what the indigenous art meant um, I learned more about um, our responsibilities and the realities of um, the residential homes, uh, residential schools, I'm sorry, residential schools and uh, the atrocities and it was really, really difficult and I, I've often heard, um, you know, to be uncomfortable with it. It, it was uncomfortable, but it, I believe that it, it has opened, opened my mind, opened my eyes to um, ways that we can do better and part of that is, for me personally, ensuring that my kids know more. And as I learned, they learned, but my kids are now also teaching me because there are opportunities for children to learn, which I think is so important. When you say getting uncomfortable, I think it's a good thing to get uncomfortable because in some ways it's like working out, right? Like you stretch those muscles and the next day you're a little bit yeah. sore, but you've grown so much from the experience as well. Yeah, so. that's a great, that's a great perspective. And I think that people may be afraid of this topic. So talking about it more, becoming more comfortable with it is just going to help the truth come out and what it's called, truth and reconciliation, reconcile, you know, our um, people together. And 
the more we talk about it, the, the better I think everyone will become with it. And it won't be something scary. You know, and, and part of reconciling is doing the land acknowledgements. Settlers, it brings us together, it moves us forward toward, it's a step in reconciliation, right? That, we're, that we have that gratitude and acknowledgement um, and recognize that we are on the lands of Indigenous people. So um, these are small steps, but there's certainly bigger ways we can do it. Um, the, the course is through Coursera, if anybody's interested. Um, and we have the information at the success team, but if you go into www.coursera.org, um, it's called Indigenous Canada. You can find the course there, and like I said, it's free. You get a certificate at the end. It's amazing for uh, a resume um, to show that you've taken time to uh, learn, but there's really quality uh, information and, and things to learn. And if I may, Heather, could we also share that on Facebook through the student success team? Yeah, absolutely. It's great. Share yeah. that, that link on, uh, on Facebook. Yeah. So one of the other things that I wanted to talk about is that um, truth and reconciliation has often been misunderstood in the sense I've had many uh, students uh, talk about and reference it potentially to being a celebration, which is it is not. So that's part of our learning, right? Learning that this is not a celebration. It's not a time that we're putting on orange shirts and everyone's uh, celebrating. We're recognizing that there is work that needs to be done. And um, people just really need to be mindful. Today is a very tough day for Indigenous people. Absolutely. Um, in general, um, it started from first contact, colonization, and it's still perpetuated today. So what I try to do in my own personal life and my professional life is check in with your indigenous friends and colleagues. Don't be annoying, <laughs> don't be there. Are you okay today? Do you want some tea? That's not what they need. Just say, you know what, I see you, I hear you, I am trying to understand where you're at. If you need anything, I'm here. And that's all you need to do. That's what an ally does. And I also want to talk about the, the badge of allyship. I know I beat this drum a lot and talk about it a lot, but um, allyship is not a label that you create for yourself. It is something that is given to you. It is something that is earned. To walk around and say, I'm an indigenous ally, means absolutely nothing. Words mean nothing. Actions. So that's where the cult there's cultural competence, knowing the history. Cultural safety, fostering safer spaces for indigenous yeah talk about allyship cultural competence cultural safety cultural humility cultural competence is the t the t and trc is truth we know the truth we've all heard about the truth that's our being competent enough to understand what happened and then you look at cultural safety cultural safety is fostering safer um, not safe, but safer. And the reason why I use the word safer is because we need to identify that there's never a safe space for marginalized demographics, regardless of how you're marginalized. We can foster safer environments, which is our goal here at Sioux College, behind these walls in our greater community of Sault Ste. Marie, to foster safer spaces for the indigenous people who live here. And then you take it one step further to the culture of humility, which is, again, letting Indigenous voices lead the way. Well, I think well, you spoke about how some students might, you know, get the wrong impression that it is a joyful thing. I think part of our roles here as citizens of Canada who've grown up in the area is to let them know that it is 
kind of a sorrowful thing. It's not a happy thing. Yeah. And I know I've heard that it can be an exhausting experience for Indigenous peoples to be the one to have to reach yeah. out and in inform others, um, you know, not to take, go around taking pictures with smile on their face while wearing an orange t-shirt. That's not the purpose of our the Truth and Reconciliation Day here in Canada. You know, I, I uh, saw a great post on Facebook this morning about um, some moms were um, really worried about their child going to school today without an orange shirt. And um, someone replied back to them, it's not the orange shirt that counts, right? It's that message that you're giving to your children, that message that you're giving to your family about what this day is about and what we need to recognize as a community and even further. And I thought that that was so cool because we get caught up in, we need to you know, represent with these orange shirts. You, of course you can wear your orange shirt and be an ally and support um, your friends, um, but the, the uh, reconciliation part is being educated and um, having that knowledge of how to do so. I guess the orange shirt and the pins that you wear is kind of just a visual representation um, that you stand alongside and that you support the Indigenous peoples here. But as you said, it's more of a, a mental thing or being there, um, being there intellectually or emotionally or mentally to support people and to help them um, in your community. I have to say, being, being part of this week here at the college, there were actually uh, several uh, students that were Indigenous that stopped um, and listened and let me talk about what I was going to talk about. Um, and then they shared with me that, that, well first they said to me, are you Indigenous? And um, I had let them know I wasn't. But they had shared with me that they were and that they were so incredibly um, appreciative. Um, but just knowing that they recognized that um, the college really we're doing our best and we want and we're, we're not going to get it right all the time uh, there's there's there might be things that I say that are incorrect but please correct me if that's the case um, but certainly knowing that um, you know we do have a commitment to learning and and doing better uh, we're, we're yeah it was just it was just a really wonderful moment and for if the, any of those students are listening um, I just really appreciated that they took the time to listen uh, and then uh, let me know that, uh, yeah, they they also recognized and appreciated it. And Luke, yeah, you had a lot you wanted to say. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's obviously been a, a challenging year for Indigenous communities in BC, across Canada, um, you know, so it's, again, it's just going off the mindfulness of, of how sensitive this day is for many. Um, and just really promoting, you know, show consideration to those who are hurting by listening to those who are willing to share their stories and giving space to those who need it and make an effort to take the next step in your own journey of lifelong learning on truth and reconciliation. Or some that, that you know, want to share their story or share the knowledge that they have and, and some that don't. So it's just being mindful of that, you know, asking the questions or, or even if, the, if there are students willing to talk, to listen to them, ask the questions, see uh, you know how much knowledge that you, you can you can gain by just you know talking to people that are, that are willing to talk and again it goes a long way in in your lifelong journey of of you know recognizing what uh, 
what happened and, and really learning about the truth and, and reconciliation. But with that, it's important to remind people not to, you know, corner someone that you know who is Indigenous Absolutely. and ask them probing questions about their experiences with, um, as an Indigenous person or if they know someone who's been to a residence school. It's, it's important to be mindful of these boundaries and it is a very sensitive topic for a lot of people. So it's important for you to kind of just do your own part and um, respect the personal lives of the people around you as well. Yeah, I like that. I, I like that you said that earlier, Kristen. To just check in, just to check in with people and just let them know that uh, you're there, that you're supportive, that you know you hope that they're doing okay. Because I think that 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 piece goes a long way as well. Um, that they don't have to tell all the stories or the, what's on their mind or challenges they're facing, but just knowing that there's uh, support. And as you foster that trust with Indigenous people in your life, and you show that support, they will share. Mm -hmm. They'll slowly mm -hmm. share what, what they would like to share with you. And uh, again, like Catherine said, it's not questions that we should be asking. Um, not one person on earth who is Indigenous right now has not been affected by colonization. And the teachings here that I've been given in our community are what happened seven generations before are affecting us right now. And what is going to happen today is going to affect seven generations ahead. So what we're doing right here at Sioux College today is we're trying to set the paradigm shift into motion to doing better and doing things differently here at Sioux College. So some of the things I wanted to, I thought we could share too, is uh, what we talked about was just those general greetings and, and interactions with Indigenous people here throughout the college. And like I said, there's different, um, there's different dialects. And I actually had a student let me know that he was Cree and also Ojibwe. Uh, and so when, I, when we were uh, talking about the different um, greetings in that, uh, he did let me know that if someone said Ani to him, that he would, he would know that they were saying hello. Um, but it was also that he was, um, he spoke both dialects, and so sometimes there's a misconception that everybody would speak the same. Uh, but uh, that was something new that I had learned recently. For any students out there listening as well, in your agenda there actually is a small list of Moen words it's just the simple greetings hello mm -hmm. goodbye thank you things like that so if you're ever curious um you could just open up your agenda and take a little peek in there yeah we have yeah. some here today right now yeah so i'll read off a, a few here and, and give you their meaning so the first one is bama p which is until later or see you again manol gajet which is good morning anishna which is how are you mm -hmm. throughout the week we had um a raffle for an orange shirt and we're going to uh, choose the winner. We'll obviously know who they are uh, at this point, but um, this is, I'm, I'm rattling the, all the, and we're gonna let our SAC president, Ooh. Catherine, pick out the winner. She's not looking. What are we giving away? A, an everything, or er, Every Child Matters orange t-shirt. Okay, so the winner is Naspin Saidia Manum. Awesome. So we'll reach out to you. 
thank you for stopping by the table to, uh, this week to learn more about uh, Truth and Reconciliation. If you want more information, our library also has some resources that they're showcasing this week. Um, they have a book display and a window display um, to allow for education and communication for uh, Sioux College students and staff. And these displays will showcase Indigenous authors, literature as well as indigenous art and our digital resources so stop by the library um, amanda towel is the indigenous programming and library support officer mm -hmm. um, and she has some really great resources for you guys to check out i would also like to encourage all of our staff faculty students anytime you see that there's an indigenous ceremony going on or if it's open or if you see a flyer you're always welcome and know that you're always welcome. Make sure you sign up because sometimes there are limited available seats at certain ceremonies and, and different uh, PD sessions. But I wanna encourage everyone to get out there to learn more because the more you immerse yourself into a culture that you don't, you didn't grow up with and that you don't understand as well as you do your own culture, the better off we're gonna be with communicating with each other and with people who are different than us. So I just wanted to end that uh, obviously, the Roar um, has a has a different episode every week, and we actually have an "Ask Us Anything" box where anybody can ask anything. So, if there's more information that you want to know, if there's something you didn't catch on this episode that you want to know more about, um, please. There's no such thing as a bad question. <laughs> we welcome all questions, and uh, whether it's whether it's something you want to know about this episode. Uh, something you want to know more about or have a bigger discussion about for a future episode, something within the college you want to know about, I encourage you to stop by and write in your question into the Ask Anything box and we will address it in one of our podcasts. So I just wanted to thank everybody who took time to listen today. Miigwech. We look forward to seeing you around the college. And one last thing from Kristen, uh, as usual. I just want to say out there to any Indigenous people who are listening, um, I see you and we're gonna try to do better. Bama. Bama pee. 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 Bama pee.